Hello, this is Jean Barta with the Custer's Luck Radio Show, and here's a show I recorded some years ago about how someone can do some genealogy research to find their Civil War ancestors. Thanks for listening, and I hope you find this helpful. Hello, everybody. This is Jean Bartow with the Custer's Luck Radio Show, and it is Sunday, September 25th, 2016, and I'm here on a very nice and sunny and fall-like day here in Alexandria, Virginia. Yesterday and today were the first two days where I think it really felt like fall. Anyway, I'm going to do a quick 15-minute show today about how you can find your Civil War ancestor. What prompted me to do this show is um, I'm very busy uh, fine-tuning my own genealogy research, which I had put aside for a number of years, and so I'm dusting all that off and marrying my paper research up with some DNA analysis that I have done on myself and then marrying it up with a new uh, DNA cousins, more, so I guess you could say, of folks that um, I have just recently found out that I'm related to. Anyway, uh, that's what's prompted me to do this show that talks, that I'm going to talk about how you can find out more or find out about your Civil War era soldier ancestor or their family member. Guests can call at 646 646- 787-8231 to listen. And of course, just like always, this show will be archived once I'm finished later this afternoon. The first thing I would say that folks should do to find out more about their Civil War era ancestors is to talk to their older relatives now. What I mean is if you do have relatives who are in their 80s or 90s who are still alive and who who were uh, born, let's say, in the uh, 1920s, they may have recollection of talking to a granduncle or a grandfather or grandmother who was a youngster during the Civil War and actually may have fought in that war if he was a young man at that time. As for example, if in my particular family, I have uh, relatives who are in around 90 years old who may have talked to grandparents, granduncles who were um, Civil War veterans. So in any case, if you have those older relatives who are still alive, talk to them now while they still have their wits about them and they can uh, talk to you about what they remember hearing about stories and that kind of thing when they talk to their older relatives themselves. You may be so lucky as to have uh, mementos from 150 years ago who have, that have been uh, passed down to you by Uh, through your family. And if you do have those mementos, pictures, 
uniform uh, accoutrements and that kind of things. Uh, learn how to take care of them properly so that they can continue to be appreciated by your, you and your family as time goes on. Thank goodness we have the Internet because uh, having the Internet now makes things a whole lot easier for uh, doing genealogical research on your Civil War ancestors. There are a lot of online databases that you can use to help you in your research. Uh, one thing um, that I've learned is that uh, you don't necessarily need to pay uh, for online research, although you can if you like to. Uh, the National Park Service has a Soldiers and Sailors Civil War System database, which you can access online and I believe is also available to, to uh, visitors at Gettysburg and perhaps at some of the larger um, Civil War battlefields that have a robust um, visitor center. I know they actually do have a room at Gettysburg. And any, but anyway, even if you um, aren't going to be at Gettysburg or one of the larger battlefields soon, you can go to the um, database, uh, just do a search for Soldiers and Sailors Civil War System, or uh, go to the National Park Service website, and you'll eventually get to the link and you can put in information regarding your um, Civil War era soldier and um, find out more about them. And I would say just like anything else, you have to uh, fiddle around with the search parameters because if you get too specific on things sometimes, some, nothing ever comes up. So uh, use your discretion on how you search for the persons or people that you're looking for. Um, if you um, are fairly sure that you have a somewhat noted um, Civil War uh, ancestor, you can actually do a search on the uh, official records of the U.S. Civil War, and if that person that person could be wrote, wrote, written up or actually have authored some information about. Um, what took place in the battles that they were involved with. Um, you can also go to and find, just do a search for the Grand Army of the Republic or Sons of Confederate Veterans and different, um, and you can go to those websites and uh, do search and possibly do searches there or at least if nothing else contact those, um, the site administrators and get some insight from them regarding um, what to do and where to go from there. And um, what I've also found, there's another, uh, there's another website called the Civil War Research Database. Now, some of that uh, database is free um, other parts of it is paid. So depending on what you want to find, uh, you may have some luck there. Um, another site I can go, I can highly recommend is the Cindy's List, 
C-Y-N-D-I apostrophe S list genealogical website. And uh, that is administered by a woman named Cindy and her name last name uh, escapes me right now. But she's been working on this uh, website of hers for over 20 years. She's a, um, I'm not sure if she's actually a professional genealogist, but she is certainly a very noted amateur genealogist. And her website is uh, used by, I would say, thousands of people every day. And it is a compilation of um, a listing of different databases. And of course, um, if you go to um, if you go to Cindy's list, there is a section on um, the United States, U.S. military, and Civil War. And I'm looking at that right now, and there is a whole list of different databases that are listed there that you can go to and get started from. Now, of course, once you get to those spots, it is possible that you may eventually uh, find out, find yourself at a place where you may need to pay for access. And that comes to my last um, recommendation, is uh, going to the Ancestry.com website. And um, one part of the Ancestry.com website that is accessible occasionally uh, free is the Fold 3 access, and that is access to various military records um, that you can uh, research. Now, normally that is a paid part of Ancestry.com that is accessible if you have a full uh, membership. And however, during certain times of the year, particularly um, during open periods like a Veterans Day weekend or perhaps Memorial Day weekend, that full three access can be um, publicly available. So that's an opportunity to, uh, let's say, put some, uh, make a list of what you want to do aside and then uh, do some research during one of the free periods. One thing I did is I went through Cindy's list and clicked through to the 1890s veterans schedule. And what I'm looking at right now is um, a dis description about the 1890 veterans schedule. And, this, and it says that this database is an index to individuals enumerated in the 1890 Special Census of Civil War Union veterans and widows of veterans, which is available on microfilm at the National Archives and Reg Re Records Administration. And it, the caveat is, although the schedule was to be used to enumerate Union veterans, in some areas Confederate veterans were listed as well. And a lot of times this, um, this is good because, as we know, as you may know, the actual census of the United States at some time in the past actually burned, and so uh, the veteran schedule did not get destroyed, so this is a good uh, supplemental um, document 
to um, document folks who were um, enumerated in the 1890 census, but of course, but who were also involved in the Civil War. So like I said, if you go to the Ancestry.com website, you're going to eventually get to information um, on the 1890 veterans uh, schedules, the U.S. Civil War soldiers, 1861 to 1865, the pension index from 1861 to 1934. Um, also, um, there may be information on the 1880 United States Federal Census that may have information. In any case, um, it's not that hard to find information on your Civil War veteran. It does take some digging, though. And if you have time and if you are so inclined to do that, please um, avail yourself of doing that. The last thing I will say is that for some, um, uh, some of you, you may want to delve more in detail by actually checking out the regimental history once you find out what unit your uh, Civil War ancestor was with, you can uh, find out more about uh, the unit they were with. Occasionally, certain uh, regiment, regiments have a regimental history. Some have websites. And so it just simply takes a little more digging to find out about those. And um, I would also say, lastly, if you have a Civil War ancestor who was a West Point graduate, there is a listing, um, a number of lists that you can uh, uh, search to find out information on your um, West Point graduate who served in the Civil War. Um, and obviously there's more, I, I believe that there are, there's more written about those who served in the Union Army but if, if you do have an ancestor who was um, a um, West Point graduate who served with the Confederacy, you may be able to find some information um, via writings and databases who are, um, who, that you can find online. Um, it's very possible also that there are uh, some of you who have um, Civil War ancestors who also served after the Civil War, for example, in the Indian Wars. If you, uh, for example, for those of you who um, have uh, Civil War ancestors who served afterwards um, during the Indian War era um, and who, for example, uh, served uh, out in the uh, 7th Cavalry, um, at the Battle of the Little Bighorn, you can go to a number of uh, Little Bighorn websites uh, who, uh, that, that are related to that battle and actually um, find out more about your particular soldier. And they don't necessarily just talk about the, um, the uh, Indian War uh, exploits of the soldiers. There also may be some information on a uh, Civil War 
um, relationship or Civil War duties that that person held. For example, I can think of uh, the one person that comes to my, my mind right now is Miles Kehoe, who uh, served with John Buford and George Armstrong Custer in, um, in the Civil War. And then, along, and then after the Civil War, uh, made his way to the 7th Cavalry and served with Custer there. And of course, uh, others who served at that time were uh, Reno and Benteen, George Armstrong Custer himself, and I'm sure others. But in any case, uh, you can find out about your Civil War era ancestor, Civil War era soldier, quite easily. And lastly, I would say that for uh, the women who were associated with a Civil War soldier, it is possible to find out more about that uh, woman by uh, going through the, um, the, uh, the databases involving the pensions to find out more about that woman. Um, the widow or the woman may have asked, may have applied for a pension uh, based on the service of her uh, husband uh, during the Civil War. And you can find out more about her by rece researching her through that database. And like I said, if you're accessing that through Ancestry, it is possible to do that at times while it's free. Otherwise, you, um, you might have to pay uh, to get an um, Ancestry membership. And of course, those Ancestry memberships are cheered by, um, by uh, how much access to their uh, massive database that you want. For example, right now, I have paid for a U.S. records database which is $99 for six months. However, um, the people that I'm researching in my family tree, as I'm able to link to them, um, I'm able to access um, information that other researchers previously have posted. And so actually, I'm able to link to those documents, even though I still don't, myself, don't have the um, membership level to have a full three access. But of course, what I will do the next time they have full three access available to everybody on a free basis, I will certainly supplement my data and record collection by using that database when it's available to everybody. Well, I thank you very much for listening today. And I hope I've been helpful to give you some tips and suggestions on how you can optimize your research on your Civil War era veteran or family member. I normally close the show with the musical selection, but today I thought I would close it with a clip from the movie Gettysburg. You will remember it once you hear it. Thanks so much for listening and I'll be back later in the week. I'm told you're descended from an illustrious military family. Who told you that, Kemper? 
He tells me it was your uncle who defended Fort McHenry during the War of 1812, and that he was therefore the guardian of the original Star-Spangled Banner. I must say, I do appreciate the irony of it all. Colonel Fremantle, it does not begin or end with my uncle or myself. We're all sons of Virginia here. That major out there commanding the cannon was James Deeran, first in his class at West Point, before Virginia seceded. And the boy over there with the color guard, that's Private Robert Tyler Jones. His grandfather, the President of the United States. The colonel behind me, that's Colonel William Ailey. Now, his great-grandfather was the Virginian Patrick Henry. It was Patrick Henry who said to your King George III, give me liberty or give me death. There are boys here from Norfolk, Portsmouth, small hamlets along James River, from Charlottesville and Fredericksburg, and the Shenandoah Valley. Mostly they're all veteran soldiers now. The cowards and shirkers are long gone. Every man here knows his duty. They would make this charge even without an officer to lead them. They know the gravity of the situation and the metal of their foe. They know that this day's work will be desperate and deadly. They know that for many of them, this will be their last charge. But not one of them needs to be told what is expected of him. They're all willing to make the supreme sacrifice to achieve victory here. Crown and victory in the end of this war. We are all here, Colonel. You may tell them when you return to your country that all Virginia was here on this day. <laughs>